I never had a plum or tuna fish Baby, no Let me try some new exciting dish Baby, no Bok choy, collard greens, pad thai So many foods I haven't tried I'm kinda scared to eat them I won't lie Welcome to Baby Mouth. I'm Jimmy Smagula. Follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Baby Mouth Pod. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Jimmy Smagula. This week, people, we're diving back into the fish world, the fish zone. Not a world or a zone I really enjoy being in, but we're going to try some catfish. It is fried, so that does make me happy. Because I really could prob- probably eat like a dirty shoe if it was fried. I don't, I, it, and it looks good. I'm looking at it. You know, we're going to do the best we can with the catfish. When I think of the actual fish, I get a great amount of anxiety. But I have a terrific guest. I'm so happy he's here. I'm surprised he's here because he has taken all of the jobs in Hollywood. He is a series regular on Black Monday on Showtime, a show that is near and dear to my heart. I have appeared on the program. I enjoy the show. It actually makes me laugh. He's a series regular on that. He writes, also is a writer on Black Monday. He's also a writer on Keenan on NBC. He's also on an animated show called Duncanville. He was on Girls. He's, he's taken all of the work. If you want to move to Los Angeles, you're listening to this podcast right now going, you know, maybe I should move to LA and become an actor. There's a lot of opportunities. There's no opportunities. This man has taken them all. Please welcome Yasser Lester. Yasser, welcome to Baby Mouth. Well, for even all that, ladies and gentlemen, wonderful intro, but even with all those credits, you still will have to rent. Please know that. (laughs) And you're still renting. You don't own a home. There's not, there's no home ownership. It's not even on the horizon. It's like, it's a, it's a desert, not an oasis, a mirage. Mirage, it's the mirage. You're walking in the dry, hot desert and you see the house in front. What neighborhood would you want to live in in Los Angeles if you could buy a house? Well, we live in, uh, we live in like uh, Northeast LA, which is like Glendale. Oh yeah. And it's like, so we were in West Hollywood forever. Yeah. Uh, and before that, I was like in Santa Monica, West Side. Whoa. So I've almost lived there. I lived in Hollywood when I first moved here. Mm-hmm. I've lived like in South LA. So like, I would say this, it's like the most suburban that I've ever been yeah. since being out here. And I love it. Like, I truly like, look, I'm gonna be 37 pretty soon. Wow. And I'm like, dude, I just, I can't like noises and mm-hmm. you know like i will say glendale has the highest highest amount of mask uncompliance <gasps> in la really oh so like yeah i'm a little terrified going outside like you go to target and the target is already in built into a mall so like, <laughs> right not great and then also it's just people who just like they here's the thing i i think that like you know, because it's you know it's a it's a very uh, heavy Armenian population, yes. and I think 
going through certain things, especially as recent as the Armenian genocide was. Like, yes. especially the older generation, they're like, I'll be fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. they're just like, I'll be fine with a virus. And yes, I'm like, they're okay. like, COVID's not you know. going to get me. COVID's yeah. not going to get me. I'm going to Target to get my detergent. Right. I'm not putting on a fucking mask. I don't care. <laughs> I'll get a little cold. I'll be fine. Yeah. And then they have the stickers. I've seen stickers on cars that say, defend Armenia with guns on them. Yeah. Like they yeah. are, And they should be serious about it. I yeah, mean, yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah. It's, it's real. But yeah, yeah, damn, it's, it's, it's a serious. It's a serious. But I love Glendale. I love the Americana. I love that big, bad <laughs> target you're talking about it's huge <laughs> and you put the cart when you go on the escalator this is magic you put your cart on a track that goes up next to you on the escalator with you i've never seen this before the glendale target it's uh here's all i'll say because it's, it's also one of those things that like with the invention of the escalator yes it feels like that would have naturally come with it but it's like, I'm only seeing these things like over the past few years. It would truly be like if you invented a car, but like forgot to. Oh, I mean, like, I guess cars didn't come with seatbelts for a very right. long time. That's how it feels to me. Air like, conditioning. It's so, air conditioning. Right. It's like, it seems like so necessary. What were we doing in the 90s? Were, we, were people carrying their bags of boxes of groceries up the escalators? Like, what was going on? I genuinely think so. Like, I mean, I guess it's like that's why they put so many elevators in stores yeah. for a long time. But still, like, it's like this this escalator for, you know, carts is to, it's a game changer. Also, the way that it keeps it even. Yes, it yeah, rides so right cool. next to you so you can look at your shit while you're going up the escalator and be like, yes, I'm going to buy all this stuff. I'm going to floor three. We're going to pick up some more stuff and then we're going to come <laughs> back down to floor one and check out and I can just put it on the track. I love it. It's like magic to me. And you know, it's funny. Do you think, but do you, th just real quick, do you think that it actually helps? I would guess that it actually helps sales, right? Because now you're not worried about what you're lugging up, what you're lugging down. Totally. It's just in the car. You're just, you're buying You it, can baby. get whatever you want. You can take it up and down all day without any physical strain or any anxiety about, am I going to be able to carry the coffee maker up to the third floor to check out? You don't have to worry about it. You put it in your cart. You can look at it while you go up the escalator right next to you. I love that invention. Yeah, me too. I'm about it. I'm, a, I'm about it. Beautiful smuggles. So good. Now, Yasser, are you like a voracious kind of an eater? Do you eat a lot of stuff? Are you cooking or are you kind of a plain eater like me? I, I You know what? I would say, uh, here, how about this? Like I, I cook out of necessity. Like if I have the money, I will order food. Yeah, if I yeah. don't, then I cook, you know? Um, and that being said, I, even then, like, you know, and I, I you've introduced that it's going to be catfish anyway, oh, yes. but like I eat catfish, fried catfish at once or twice a week. Really? Like, yeah, it's not, it's not good for you by any stretch, but I don't, it's more that once I find something I like, I'm like zoned in yes. and like cat fried catfish is something my mom made all the time. My grandma made not wow. a ton, but they would, it was like, it was always a special occasion food. But then when you grow up and you're an adult and you have access to things that you like, then it's just like, I'm just going to keep doing that. Like, yeah. I also don't like when things look like the animal. Yeah. So like it, it, it bugs me out a lot. So like, like I don't really like, I remember 
eating ribs growing up, but like I don't really eat them now because oh, it does look like they it are, looks like a rib. Yeah, they are. You know? ribs. I never <laughs> yeah. really thought about that before, but yeah. I love ribs. But now that you're saying that, it literally is the rib bone with just the meat of the animal. Yeah, on it. I yeah, never thought I'm of not, that. Not a fan. That like uh mm. like Branzino, how they just like bring out the whole yeah, like I'm just like that. I don't. Yeah, I, it's just like. I get it. Like I, I, I fully understand. And also, like chicken as of late. Like I'm trying not to. Like I don't eat a lot of chicken anyway. Really? I'm mostly. I'm yeah. I'm I'm vegan five days out of the week, and then two days out of the week I eat like seafood. Oh wow! And then once a month I'll eat chicken. But uh, but even then, like if you look at like my food delivery orders or like what we make here it's like the same things it's just you know like i'll say i'm probably a more varied baby mouth than you but but i'm still like you know when people are like oh we're having octopus sashimi or something i'm like that's not i never had it did you ever try that or no you won't even try it so someone gave it to me so like the idea that it had like I could see the uh, like the suction cups yeah, on the, the tentacles su- really <laughs> grossed me out, and I was like, no way. So someone like cut those off, and then like gave me a little piece. And also, octopus are just so smart. Like I also can't eat an animal if I know it's too smart. Did you see that <laughs> octopus thing on Netflix with the guy that made friends with the octopus? I haven't yet, but uh, like I'm like I, I mean I literally have like tattoos of them. Oh like, my I, god! Like, yeah, I like love them. But like, did you see that? That did you see that news story about the octopus that passed the marshmallow test? No. What is the marshmallow? <laughs> oh, okay. Test? So the marshmallow test is as like a simple logic test that they give kids, but it's also it, it's a behavioral thing where, and, and you know what it is as I explain it, you'll go, oh yeah. yeah. But the marshmallow test is I come to you, Jimmy, and I put a marshmallow in front of you, and I say, okay, for fifteen minutes, don't eat this marshmallow, and if fifteen minutes passes and you haven't eaten it, I'll give you two. That's okay, it. Right. But if you eat if you eat the marshmallow in fifteen within the fifteen minutes, that's all you have. Okay. So it's just like it's a it's a logic test, but it's also a test on like temptation essentially. And so they started doing it to octopus and they started passing it. Wait a minute though. How are you telling the octopus not to eat the marsh? You can't just say, Okay, Mr. Octopus. They but they have like I'm not gonna be like I you know, like and I'm not a scientist, so I don't have the exact explanation on how they communicate this idea but they've like they've started to figure out it's like oh an octopus is like closer to like a seven-year-old child in terms of like human intellect than we know but also like you know they have a mini brain in every single one of their tentacles like if you chopped off if if an octopus had like a mouth on one of its tentacles that tentacle could essentially go live its own life like that's the only re- like if you think about it like the way they operate is each tentacle is operating on its own but reporting back to the center brain whoa i it's had no really idea weird. and you've never watched the octopus guy What's i just haven't i haven't it's like octopus, my octopus the, teacher or something the like octopus that, right? teacher my octopus yeah. friend my friend yeah. the octopus <laughs> I watched some of it, and then frankly, I think I got a little bored. I think he like brought the octopus up on his hand. It seemed like he was falling in love with the octopus. I, <laughs> I got a little like, I don't know, I turned it off. I either got bored or just 
a little weirded out by the bond with the octopus. Yeah, I don't know. But I get that. Have you? Did you have? Do you have any desire to like swim with the octopus people? Octopuses, I, I, octopi. <laughs> oh yeah, octopi. Octopi, is, right? Uh, is the plural? Yeah. Um. Yes and no, because I also here's the thing, like you know, and I say this in air quotes for those who like can't see us, yes. but it's like we are quote unquote the king of the beasts, right. and we're only the king of the beasts because we fashioned the world in the way that we wanted it right yes. that's what that's where that dialogue even comes from but like truly like i we can't just walk up to a lion and be like bow before me it'll mm. eat you yes. you know what i'm saying and so like i feel like this is gonna sound very like i don't know spiritual but i do believe in like respecting like the ecosystem yes. of all these things and where these creatures live and like you know, uh, Ian Edwards, the comedian, used to have this joke where he's like, I don't like using the term shark attack because he's like, you went in their house. Like, <laughs> right. he's like, he's like, a shark attack would be like if you were at home sitting on the couch right. and a shark walked in <laughs> and killed you. He's like, that's a shark attack. But like, right. you know, but it's like if someone comes into your living room and you kill them that's not a you attack right. you know what i mean yes. <laughs> the shark is just defending their home against yes. an invader which is you exactly so right. like and also humans are weird and want to touch everything so it's like if like i wouldn't want that so i, I try to you know like they're cool to look at they're cool to study they're just so the way they've adapted like is so it veers so hard left from yeah. everything else wow. but like that's just the ocean in general so like anyway uh i think they're cool but i'm not you know you're not about to catch your boy swimming <laughs> among the octopi <laughs> it's so funny like i used to really I, I always loved zoos as a child yeah and then i went recently to a zoo to an incredible zoo here in the united states one of the greatest zoos in the united states and it just made me sad it actually made the i saw these huge gorillas huge i mean massive yeah. and it's just me and a pane of glass there was no one else looking at these gorillas the day i was there it was kind of rainy and crappy outside and i we were just looking at each other and it the his eyes her eyes looked so sad and I thought, what the fuck is this gorilla? Why do I need to be here looking at this gorilla? This gorilla doesn't want to be there. It wants to be in the wild with its family and its children and its friends and its community. And like, I, for the first time, and this was just two years ago, I was like, yeah. mm, I'm not into zoos. Nor do I want to go to Africa on a safari either. I don't want to <laughs> do that either. I don't need to see any animals in real life. I'm happy seeing a video. I'm happy seeing a television show, a YouTube. Yeah. But I have no interest in going to Africa. You know, like these people go and they stay in a million dollar a night lodge and then someone takes them out with guns in a Jeep, open air Jeep. And there's a tiger family. There's a, I have no, let the tigers be. Let the elephants be. I don't need to see them up close. I don't need to ride a fucking elephant in Thailand. Let them all go. Let them be fucking free. I don't need it. Do you feel well, that way too? Or do you <laughs> want to go? Have you been on like a safari, a zoos? Well, here's the thing. So I had weirdly 
never been to a zoo until I was an adult. Oh. And then I like went to the San Diego Zoo. Yes, I've been there too. And it's incredible. It's incredible. But to your point, a little bit, I was like, I like went through, and I was like, oh, wow, there's a panther. There's this, there's that. Then, you know, they have like the, you know, Africa part or whatever. And I can yes. see like elephants in the distance and giraffes and all that stuff. And then, so it's like that got weird, which I'll circle back to. And then I got to the gorilla part. And it was, you know, like you said, big pane of glass. And it wasn't just me and the gorilla. It was like maybe 10 other people around. There's little kids knocking on the glass, blah, blah, blah. The gorilla is sitting with its back to us. And then it turns around and me and the gorilla are at like eye level. And we just look at each other. And I was like, it's it's a non-communicative. It's a non-communicative being. being. But but I could feel I could feel its intelligence. Yes. You know what I mean? And like the way we looked at each other, and I was like, same thing. I was like, they do not want to be here. Like they don't want to be here. And then that brought me back to the safari part of it where I was like, like we took these animals to pretend that they're like it's like so Truman show and then Uh, like I really like even like the you know going to Africa on the safari thing like to me the the cool thing is like have you watched Earth at night yet not the night one I mean we watched like some planet Earths we watched some of that I don't think we watched the Earth at night one Earth at night is the most fascinating one to me so they like created a new technology that the camera exposure is so good that you literally are just watching all of the nocturnal creatures around the world like exist and like what they do. So not a lot of people know this because of the way zoos work, but lions are actually a nocturnal animal. They're not something that's around in the daytime. So that's why when you see like lions during the day, they're usually just like lying around or sleeping, whatever they're fully nocturnal. And so like, that's the kind of stuff I like. Like, I don't think like, I don't, think people should be like on these safari trips but i do want to see some of it documented just for like i guess my own curiosity and like to me that's cool but again it's like the thing i mentioned earlier it's like also a lion at any point can just haul off and rip your heart out of your chest god you know and it's like they're beautiful they're beautiful animals and they're so cool and like again this earth at night thing that i saw like really like it's like a mother who loses her cub and searches oh for my it for him for four days and oh. finds him. <gasps> Spoiler alert. Well, I had to tell you because otherwise you'd be sad. It is. Yeah. It was so heart-wrenching. And then like watching something like that, you're like, we're all the same thing. I know. That's just a mom who needs her child. We're just people we're also just creatures trying to get by like and that's like what makes me sad about all it's another reason why like the food thing is like if it looks like it like i need to have enough like just separation because at the end of the day it's like look because a lion me and a lion can't communicate i'm not going to tell them not to like not eat a gazelle like you know what i'm saying like (laughs) circle of life that's just the pecking order right Food just as a vibe is, you know, and I'm trying to bring it around a little bit, but like my relationship with it, like his, it hasn't changed because I also was like a big junk food person growing up. Like I never, and I still to this day, like if you give me the option of like a steak or just like some like some of those fruity tootsie rolls that they serve at Halloween and like a bag of ruffles, I will 
pick that me too every single time me like too. i just don't need the other yeah. like the only reason i don't eat like that all the time is truly just because it's like so so bad for you but like if i could just eat that once a day I truly wouldn't eat anything. Oh else. yeah, I already told a story on here where I was uh, when I was doing a Broadway show when I was 24. After almost every night, I would go to the same McDonald's Express on the corner <laughs> of Houston and whatever it was, Seventh Avenue, and so yeah. much so that finally the guy I walked into the guy said, "Oh, two triple cheeseburgers and a large fry." <laughs> that was my order, and I was like. No, I'm good. I finally was like, I cannot. Like when the guy at the McDonald's Express knows your order, you got to stop. You got to take a second. Even at 24, 25 years old, I was like, you know what? So then I was eating Ben and Jerry's. It was always something horrible, but I really changed that habit. But it's hard. It is hard to let that go. Buddy, I I mean, right now, like my girlfriend Chelsea will like walk into the kitchen at like 930 in the morning and just like see me eating prank. And she's like, have you had water today? I know. I could do that too so yeah. easily if I didn't live with, with Bridger, my boyfriend, who is yeah. just, he is so strict about my eating because he knows I have diabetes. I'm 45 years old. Like, I'm not 20. You And, and I'm so glad he is because he really keeps me in line when it comes to food. <sighs> now, let's get into this catfish. Answer. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. I want to talk about the catfish because I feel like the catfish... That's a freshwater fish, right? Doesn't it have long antennas on it or something? Here's, here's, mm. you know, like, and we can get into all of it. And, I, you know, I'm trying to, I'll paraphrase as much as possible. But it's like anything else in terms of seafood. Seafood has a long and storied history of just being considered garbage <laughs> than one day it flips, right? right? Like, lobster was served to prisoners. Yes. Catfish was just like the dregs that they you know chose and served to slaves and poor white southerners you know what i mean like it's so it's like or or crawfish or shrimp or any of these things you know so with catfish in particular it it to me you know i'm from the south i'm from i'm from georgia and it is something that you really you never want to see a picture of like you want you just want like you don't want a picture of the actual fish ever it's Mm. because it does look like a cat and a fish it's (laughs) an ugly looking fish it's not (laughs) a pretty fish frankly i don't enjoy any fish to look at them i don't like when you go to vegas and there are those huge aquariums and they have the i just turn away i don't enjoy looking at fish i don't know what they're thinking i don't understand the fish it lives and then someone told me that like they forget everything every four seconds like what the fuck is that? They forget everything every four seconds? So constantly, they're like, ooh, look, a castle. And then they swim. They're like, I'm going to go toward the castle. Then four seconds later, they're like, oh, look, a castle. I'm going to, I mean, what? Every, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, but also it's that, it's that Einstein quote a little bit, right? Because mm. he's like, uh, he's just, I don't remember the full quote, but it's about is. like, it's about intelligence, essentially. Mm. He's like, if you judged a fish on its ability to climb a tree, you would think it's a moron. And right. it's like, yeah, like we're all. So I, I think that, like, I know we're like making a food conversation about consciousness <laughs> a little bit too much, but like, <laughs> but I will say it's like that when I hear things like that, cause it's like, yeah, you hear that with like goldfish and stuff, right. but it's like also, but they also have this like insane ability that if you throw a goldfish in a lake, they will 
you know, grow to be the size of a dog. Oh, like, is you know that what true? Because I, mean? I was going to say, what do fish do incredibly? Like, I don't, I can't it's, think of anything, but I guess. Yes. Wow, so I didn't goldfish, know the reason goldfish are kept in small tanks is because they grow to their surroundings. What? Look up, if you ever just Google, like, like goldfish in the wild, they're gigantic. Oh, like, I will be Googling. Bigger that. than, like, koi fish. Like, it's, it's That's weird, crazy. dude. Yeah. So it's like weird stuff like that, you know? Um, so it's like, yeah, wow. maybe it forgets where it is every four seconds, but it'll grow to the size of a boat. That protect. is great. I had no idea. Well, yeah. catfish don't do that. No, It they looks don't. delicious. It's beautifully fried. So you sent me down to Harold's Chicken. Yeah. Now, let me just tell the people about Harold's Chicken because I had a great experience. The staff <laughs> there was lovely. Um it's it's on Hollywood Boulevard. It's just west of Wilton Avenue and Hollywood Boulevard. And I know I have listeners all over the world, which makes me so happy. Hollywood Boulevard is just an interesting. It's just a. It's a. It's an interesting place. It's a place where you just see a lot of characters. There was a tall man. He was probably maybe six nine. Shaggy hair looked very dirty, and then wearing the cleanest, crispest, well-tailored black suit I've ever seen in my life. Like it had just come out of the cleaners. It was wild. And I just, it was, it was, I never go down there. And yet there I was. And then I had to wait outside of Harold's chicken for like 20 minutes for them to make the meal. And I just, it's just, now do you spend a lot of time on Hollywood Boulevard? Because I haven't been on Hollywood Boulevard at least in 10 years i don't it's not you know like i also like lived down there for so long that like you know it's like someone who lives off of you know like 43rd and 7th like you know what i mean in new york it's like yeah this sucks to me (laughs) you know what i mean like (laughs) so (laughs) um so no but also harold so this is this is in full admission, you're getting like my second slash third ranked catfish okay. in the city. Okay. My favorite, favorite catfish actually comes from a place called Harold and Bells, which is south, south, south LA, oh. like Inglewoodish. Um, but this is a very close. This this catfish has a good fry. It's got a good taste. Looks delicious. It's, I will say, like, I personally go for a more um, corn, a more cornbread, uh, a more cornbread uh, batter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's this one's very, very good, very solid. But to answer your question, this is like for what Hollywood Boulevard is. This is like some of the best, like, you know quote unquote soul food that you get and the fact that they have this good of catfish relatively close to me and you is like a big deal yeah it was crowded there were people waiting like i said the staff there was was so nice um a song was on the radio and i said to the girl working there oh alita adams and she was like alita adams that's anita baker she yelled at me so then she just called me anita baker for the duration of our interaction I know. I, I was trying so hard to be cool because I was Wait, like, oh, yeah, it's Alita Adams. Mm. Oh. 
It was it was Anita Baker, and I can't remember what song it was. Okay, I'll say this because if it was like a, a lesser known Anita Baker, no, it wasn't. I would be like fine, but if it was like no. Sweet Love or Rapture or something, like I feel like it was Sweet Love, so strong and yeah. so insultingly. Yeah, and I made a vow. I'm gonna love. I'm giving you the best that I got. Is that? Anita Baker? Yeah. Oh, I Give thought that was Alita that Adams. Oh. What's Alita Adams sing? Do you even know? I don't even know. I don't know. You've never heard of Alita <laughs> Adams. The girl did not ever hear of her. She was like, who's Alita yeah, Adams? Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I have no <gasps> idea. Did I make up that person? Alita, babymouthpodcast at gmail.com. Right into it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to taste this catfish. Now, I've gotten... I've gotten harold's mild sauce do you think i should try they have their own sauce harold's chicken yeah so here's what i'll say like by the way there is an olita adams you are right yeah i'm trying to see seeds of love she's she had a big hit sang for tears for fears get here you can reach me by railway you know that song you can yeah that's her railway that must be olita adams Okay. That's All a right. great song. Yeah, it's a phenomenal song. Yeah, she has a really kind of um, rich tone. Thank God. All right. Do you want me to? <laughs> should I, now, how do you eat the catfish? Do you have sauce with it? Do you eat it yes. plain? Yes, so you got a mild sauce, correct? I did, I did. I did. Okay. Now, are you a vinegar-based hot sauce person? Do you mm-hmm. like a nice, good? No? Okay. So. <laughs> but I could try a little taste of the sauce. How about this? How about this? Yeah. I, I Did they give you bread with yours? Did you get a slice of white bread with it? There's bread on the bottom. How about this? Take take a little nibble of bread off. Take a little tear of bread off. Okay. Yep. Looking good. Oh, you got a good fried one. I just showed them on Zoom. It's gorgeous. Yeah. All right. Take a little bread. I'm taking a little bread. Barely dip it into the sauce and take a little bite and see if you like it. Because you don't want to ruin the taste oh, of the food. Oh, just with the bread. Oh, wow. Yeah, just okay. to see if you like it. Because vinegary, I don't enjoy. I just had- it's not. It's not vinegar. Here's the thing. It's just that the hot sauce is vinegar-based where some people like a sriracha, which is uh, right. the base is like, not tomato paste, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I did put mild and hot, and they only gave me mild. Which is good because I feel like, well, I feel like people turn too quickly on hot sauce. Too whereas hot. mild, I feel like people pretty much agree. So well, that smells good. All right, give that it a little. That actually smells like a little barbecue sauce. Oh, they might, they might have given you, if their mild sauce is a spicy barbecue, they might have just, oh, anyway, try it. Because it says mild. All right, I'm going to try a little of this sauce only on a piece of bread. Here I go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like barbecue. Mm. Okay. That's good. Okay, but don't do your catfish in it then. Oh. Because what you would want is like a traditional hot sauce. You'd want like a crystal or a oh. uh, a red rooster, oh, trappies. All right. So and it I comes with delicious say, fries. Yes. They're oh. thick cut, which I think usually like for for me for catfish, like I'm 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 not like traditional, traditional. Like I like, like in the South a lot, what they'll do is like, uh, they'll just do like sweet hush puppies, sweeter mm-hmm. hush puppies, you know, which puppies. then just becomes a lot of bread mm-hmm. with a lot of catfish. You know what I mean? Right. But so fries, I'm like fine on and they come a lot of times anyway, but, uh, fry, I'll say this. I'm very particular about fries. I don't like a super Me too. cut fry. 
Like I'd prefer a shoestring, so that makes it. But really? I think the best. I'm the opposite, yeah. yeah, sir. I like really? a thick, the thick. If you could put a whole potato in a fryer <laughs> and give it to me, I would love. I love a thick steak fry, delish. Oh no! I, so you must love the fries at In and Out Burger. You probably never go there because you're a, a vegan person. But. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like I can't go anymore. But there's uh, there's two like vegan uh, hamburger spots that are pretty close. One's oh. called Monty's Good Burger and the other one is called Val Burger. Oh. And both of them do like the impossible burger version of In-N-Out. And they're both phenomenal. And do they have shoestring fries for you? They do, <gasps> yes. These fries look like they have um, paprika on them, which I do not enjoy. Oh, interesting. Paprika ruins everything for me but paprika is just powdered you know powdered chili flakes i don't care what it is i don't <laughs> enjoy it you ever go to dave's hot chicken they put it's like a paprika factory yeah. it's a paprika palace it's everything the fries <laughs> are drenched the chicken's drenched in paprika not for me paprika is one of those things that even no, no matter how much you cook it or whatever sauce it down however you try to do it yeah it feels powdery like i always feel like i'm inhaling it versus tasting it i just it. don't enjoy all right now this yeah. all I've right broken off a piece of the catfish it yes. looks kind of like fish and chips like a cod it looks like a yeah, white yeah. delicious kind of thick white fish i think i'm gonna enjoy okay no sauce. no sauce no sauce no sauce I do whatever the guest tells me. Well, I want you to see how you dig the fish to batter ratio. And yes, that, yes. Stuff. I like so, yeah. the purity of the food. Like whenever somebody comes on, I don't want to, you know, even having it fried, I'm like, okay, I'm cheating a little bit because it's fried. You're you know? not. No, 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 no. No. I think, uh, here's the thing. In my personal opinion, again, Southern, again, Black, like I think that the best vessel for catfish is being fried okay. like you wouldn't eat like if you were eating like a, a white fish salad you know what i'm saying you wouldn't eat that like warm you eat refrigerated white fish salad. i would you know never I mean? know because i've never had that okay for but the okay people <laughs> yeah <laughs> the people that live know. in the world you don't have a white fish salad warm this is a, this is the best way. All right. This is the best version. It's Go for it. It's beautifully fried. Yeah. Um, yeah. Take pictures and show the people on Instagram because it's <laughs> beautifully fried. Yeah. It looks like um it looks like an advertisement for the place. <laughs> All right, here I go. First time catfish with Yasser Lester, who has all the jobs in Hollywood. Once again, I just want to reiterate, if you're thinking of coming to Hollywood to be an actor or writer, you're gonna have to go through Yasser first. Okay. Here I go. And you too can, will be able to afford catfish. Mm. Now. I was going to say, be honest. This sounds like the most, the saying of all sayings, but it literally tastes like chicken. Yeah. It doesn't have a fishy taste at all. But here's why I like it more. And I love chicken. I don't eat as much of it anymore mm -hmm. as I was saying. Mm. But it's lighter. It's lighter mm. in your mouth. It's lighter in your stomach. You don't like you just feel not that you'd want to oh. eat a ton of catfish, but you really feel like you could eat more of it mm, without feeling. So the only thing that makes it heavy is the oil from it being fried. That is delish. And the batter is spicy and delicious. Yes. Mm, yes. I'm just having a little water. 
No, go for it. I would say this for your next venture because they gave you mild instead of hot sauce. Me and you go, mm-hmm. which we will. My favorite vessel if we're doing catfish is you do the catfish. Yes. Throw some hot sauce on it. Then you fold one slice of bread over it and you do like a mini half catfish sandwich. It is, you know, a lot of people now try to fancy it up. So you'll see a lot of like, you know, like on your delivery apps, like catfish with like a, like a pickled jalapeno slaw. And yeah, it's like, that's yeah. not Can't make it fancy. No. Cause like you're from, you said you're from Jersey, Jersey right? Yeah. We don't have, I don't think we have catfish in New Jersey. Right. Which it's like the only thing is you got, I, I think the closest you have are like those like little bodega, like Louisiana hot chicken places. Yeah, and like, sometimes not, they have yeah. them and it's not the same, yeah. but like in Georgia, you can, anywhere you can throw a rock. And that's where you'll find some good. Oh, cat. it's so like, good! Like people used to fry it in the parking lot of the gas station up the street from my mom's place. Like it's wow. just everywhere. Yeah. Wow. But that's the that's how you do it. Is you should do catfish, hot sauce, slice of bread, and then like that's why that's why I chose Harold for you. Is like yes. this is closest to what you'll you'll get. But I really think. Because hot sauce, though I say vinegar, it's just the base in a way that you would never taste. Mm-hmm. I think knowing that now you enjoyed it like this, you would get a kick fully out of of having like a traditional catfish. Sandwich. Yes, and There's I like the spiciness sandwich. of the batter too. Is really good. Like it gives you a little enjoyable something in your mouth on your tongue as you eat it and the, yeah. the actual fish just doesn't taste fishy this might be the first fish i've ever had that doesn't taste like i did sardines oh my god i did oysters i mean these things are rough this is delicious and it's texture wise easy like yeah. oysters like i can't do like even if i enjoyed the taste it's like i just feel like it's just mm. like the bubble gum of the sea. Like, it's why like am I doing all this chewing? Yeah. Like somebody had yeah. a cold phlegm and they were like, <laughs> hawking it. Oh, I got it up. I got it in a shell. Here oh, you go. Gross. Put some cocktail sauce on it and swallow <laughs> it. You don't even chew the fucking oyster. Like, what kind of food is that where they're like, no, 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 don't chew it. You don't want to actually taste it. You just want to, well, then why am I eating? That's I'm not the oyster, not for me. But not only that, they go like, okay, don't taste it. Just put, first of all, they go like, put horseradish on it, put, uh, put cocktail sauce on it, just mm. swallow it whole so you don't taste it. And there's a 50% chance you'll get food poisoning. Yeah, You're like, no, why am I doing why? all of this? It's not even an enjoyable experience to yeah. eat it. No, not at all. Well, that um, was delicious. I'm really happy. Right? Now, yeah, sir, we do a, a segment on this podcast. This yeah. is the ninth or tenth time I've done it. It's called Acquired Taste. Yeah. About nine or ten episodes ago, I had an olive for the first time, and okay. I didn't enjoy it. And people, okay. including my guest that week, kept saying, well, it's an acquired taste. Olives are an acquired yeah. taste. So I said, okay, I'm going to see. I'm going to now eat an olive on every single episode. I'm going to have a segment called the acquired taste segment. I'm going to see if they're going to get any better. I'm going to see if I can acquire a taste. Some of right. my guests have said to me, I'm too old to ever acquire a taste. It's not going to yeah. happen. But I'll tell you, every week I have the olives, they get a little better. They're a little sweeter. I know what to expect now. So these are the Castelvetrano olives. <laughs> Do you enjoy olives? Well, here, I have uh, a storied history with them. Oh, please. I had never had an olive. 
up until I was like 10 years old. And uh, my mom was telling me a story about when she was a kid, she got pranked by one of her brothers who was like, here, eat this grape. And then she <gasps> ate it and was like, Bleh. and she was like, because of that, I hate olives. Oh. And I was like, oh, I've never had an olive. So I was like, here, try one. Try one, go to bed that night. I wake up fully unable to breathe, <gasps> covered in hives. Turns out I'm allergic to olives. One olive? <laughs> One olive. So Whoa. the weirder part is that I'm allergic to something in what makes an olive solid. Like, I'm not allergic to olive oil. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. it's something in the skin or, like, the quote-unquote meat of it that like drives me crazy so i've only i've had one olive in my life and then another time when i accidentally bit into the one that they had like put on a subway placed on a subway sub on accident just because they were like grabbing stuff and then like i started breaking out whoa so to me i'm like ah they're fine i do love olive oil i do love olive oil phenomenal I love olive oil, but olives are much different. I, I mean, to yeah. me, you're not missing anything, but I've only right. ever had these Costa Vitrano. There's so many different kinds of olives. Yeah. Do you believe in an acquired taste? Do you have any foods that you eat that are acquired? Now, here's, here's what I'll say. Like, the, the, the greatest acquired taste of them all is salt. Like, your body really? doesn't. You learn your body learns to like salt oh as God. you age. Yeah. But, like, babies don't like it. Huh. Because, yeah, it's just for whatever reason, it's just like we're not made for it. Now, outside of that, it is so crazy. to The concept of that is crazy to me in terms of like elitism a little bit. It's like we're like forcing ourselves to like something that like other people say is good. But it's like I just don't like it. I don't like this thing i don't like cilantro i don't like onions i don't like you know what i mean like there and i know the cilantro thing is like technically genetic or whatever but like this idea it's like no keep like if someone burped in your face and you're like that is that smells disgusting they're like well other people like it let me keep doing it until you like it you'd be like i'll drown you like what are you talking like get away from me (laughs) you know it's like so it's like this idea you have to keep like i mean like and i know you're doing it for the sake of the experiment but it's like i don't think you're i think you're getting used to you're getting used to and expecting the taste versus actually coming around to liking it and like that's what i would say like the the big the one acquired taste that i've had over the course Mm -hmm. of my life is mayonnaise i started not liking it and then like one day it kind of just like i was like oh i do like oh this is nice you know what i mean yeah yeah but other than that like things i didn't like as a kid i still don't like and it's just that's just it is what it is you know and like this idea that like we need to like learn to like things for the for the sake of what like a conversation at dinner one night like leave me alone i'll eat later (laughs) i think people i think people get confused with the podcast too because my whole thing is not that i have to like every food it's that i literally never tried pad thai i was afraid of it i didn't know what it was I never tried, you know, an, a hard-boiled egg ever. I would never try it. Yeah. So, like, I'm just trying things and hopefully uh, putting more things into my food basket that now yeah. I enjoy. But, yeah. you know, I'll tell you the truth. I do think the acquired taste segment is winding 
to a close. I even had said <laughs> to some people earlier this week, like, it's been nine weeks. I'm at kind of a ceiling with the olive where I still don't really enjoy it, but I can tolerate it. And I'm looking for reasons to try to enjoy the olive. So this might be the last week for acquired taste. I feel bad because some listeners are kind of doing it along with me. And I want to I want to keep the sense of community going because I appreciate that they're doing it. But you might be on your own, listeners. I don't know. I just got to say, like, nine weeks is you know like essentially a fifth of a year like you've really given yourself i have a lot of time given this try the all the college try for my listeners this you know i'm just gonna call it yasser let's make baby mouth history and say this is the last segment this is the last olive i'm gonna eat on this segment acquire yeah. taste maybe we'll bring it do, back yeah i was gonna say salmon or do... something yeah yes yeah. yeah there are other things that are acquired taste maybe the listeners want to write in and maybe we'll do a little listener write-in contest where you the listeners are going to pick my new acquired taste segment food don't make it crazy because i'm not doing that <laughs> don't make it brains i'm not doing that if a guest suggests brains <laughs> then i'll do it but I'm not just doing it because a listener says. Be reasonable. No. Suggest a suggest an acquired taste food. Babymouthpodcast at gmail.com. I'm eating the olive for the very last time on this segment. Yeah, so here I go. I hope you don't break uh, out in hives just from looking at this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's ooh. Mm. It's it's vegetable-y. It's salty. Yeah. It's not something I would seek out. And it has juice. I have juice all over me. No napkin. I'm using my jeans. You know. Here's my question, though. Go ahead. Ask a question. I'm are you a there. Are you a capers person? Like as you take a sip, are you have you had capers yet? The very first episode I did was tuna fish with Rosie O'Donnell, and the way that she yeah. had me make the tuna fish was with capers. But I can't tell you that I know what a caper tastes like. But I like chicken francesi. Yeah, I think that sure. has capers. It's lemony. Yeah. Yeah, piccata, a lot of piccatas. Yeah, I think um, I with, might. I think I might enjoy a caper. They're just a small, salty little like they're. Uh, I don't. I don't even think they're part of the olive family, but they're just like a small, salty little vegetable. I mm. genuinely love them. I think really? if you're a salt person, you might enjoy a caper. Wow. Capers to me are like. You know, they're what olives wish they were. Wow. Well, all right, Yasser, one more segment. I know yes, this is crazy, I but I have an email from a listener. They wrote into babymouthpodcast at gmail.com. This is what they said. It's a little bit of a long email, but it's really, it's one of the coolest emails I've gotten. Okay. Jimmy, love your podcast. I'm not a baby mouth but I'm inspired by your journey. Like everyone, I imagine I have my own baby parts I fear to explore. You inspire me to venture forth with curiosity and humor. That's very nice. Here is another food group you may want to add to your list, insects. I lived for 20 years in Uganda. There's a variety of insects that are eaten regularly. I originally went to Uganda as a Peace Corps volunteer, and in the part of the country I lived, white ants, a form of termite, were commonly eaten either fried or in sauces. I ate them when served to me, but they weren't a favorite. I remember them as rather bitter. He stayed on the Peace Corps, started a business in Kampala, the capital city, adopted a child, 
This is lovely. Who and he had a pre-established love for fried grasshoppers called Ensenini. I vividly remember my first Ensenini season in Kampala. Suddenly, without warning, the city was swarming with these insects. The birds went wild. People were setting up traps to lure them in. All the street vendors normally sold boiled eggs or bananas were now selling fried grasshoppers. They weren't cheap. I had no desire to try them based on my other experience, but my son demanded them, so I bought some for him. Insects are considered a superfood after all. Of course, I had to try them too, and to my surprise, they were delicious. They reminded me a bit of a corn chip. Hmm. We eventually began catching and frying our own Niseni, experimenting with different flavor. Uh, He said he would help me plan my trip to Uganda if Bridger and I ever want to go. How wonderful. Thank you so much. Thanks again for your fun and inspiring podcast, Craig. And then he sent photos of him with his kids and the ants. Now, Yasser, have you ever eaten insects? I've had, I believe it was a cricket, like a seasoned cricket before. Um, I'll, I'll say this, like, as someone who, again, eats as much seafood as I do, shrimp, lobster all that stuff those are just insects in water so like mm. i draw a line like people are like eat this giant roach it's like i'm not mm. that's crazy get away yeah. from me but in terms of like the other things like i i guess i would eat ants or more crickets or whatever like i i, I again it's just like it's more of the presentation to me more than it is like the eating of the thing. Like I, you mentioned brains earlier and it's like, I have had it before yeah. and like, and um, it looked like what it's named. And I was like, I don't want to do this. And like, I've had like my, gr- my grandma was just like black lady who cooks everything. You, you know what I'm saying? So like we had like beef tongue and pig's yes, feet, yes. like all the things, you know, and like, they all look exactly, I was like, y'all couldn't give these things like nicknames. Oh. Like this is crazy. Oh. So for insects, like, I don't want to eat something like, I, I don't want someone to be like, here's a spider. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I don't know if you like chop it up, I guess, maybe, I don't know. But like, oh, but yes, to answer your question, I have had cricket. I believe those cricket and what I eat more of different things, maybe. But again, like it wasn't so good that I was like, I have to have it. Right. I just don't know if they have a taste. You know what I mean? Right. Like, what's yeah. the taste? If it just tastes like a corn chip, that's not an exciting. Right. But they are really good for you. Insects are right. real. Like, there's some protein in ants and crickets yeah. and things. I remember on Shark Tank, there were people that were putting crickets into bars. Yeah. You could probably eat that because it's not in the shape of a cricket. You just don't want to see the bug. I don't want to see the, yeah, I, I just don't that. want, you know what I mean? Like they're like oh, yeah. legs rubbing oh, together. I, I understand that. Like that's crazy. To it's me. too like, much. It's too much. But what a know? beautiful story and what a great email to send in. Yeah. yeah I love I mean, that. Like, I would, I don't know if I would ever go to Uganda. I don't know. Now that the pandemic, I didn't want to go anywhere before the pandemic. Now <laughs> that we're like slowly being freed of the pandemic yeah. and restrictions, I'm ready to go everywhere. Do you feel the same way? Do you feel like a release is coming because of the vaccine and traveling again? Are you kind of, are you the person that was like, I really liked being home and I'm going to continue to enjoy being home? I, it's you know what it is it is a yes and no the thing that i enjoy, i did enjoy being home but now i'm like i want to be home but have a hundred acres of land like you know but like because if i had that then i really wouldn't need to travel yeah. i also gotta say i'm not like a traveler like that 
also yeah, yeah, like yeah. i've and i think me and you come from similar performing backgrounds where it's like you just have to be on the road non-stop mm-hmm. for a very long time and it's like because you've gone around the country so much it makes you not want to then go somewhere else you're like i just want to be able to rest you know right right I'll say this, like, yes and no. Like, I always had places that I kind of wanted to see. It was just like, I did want to see, I did want to see Egypt. I did want to see parts of Africa. Mm. I did. My mom lived in Japan and she was like, you have to go to Japan. So that was like, that's like my big one is like, go to Japan one day. I don't know when, but one day. So like, there's that. But other than that, like, I, dude, I got to be honest. Like, yeah, like, I kind of like being at home. I wish I had a little more space, you know, but like, other than that, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, cause I also, that's the other thing. It's like people go because they're like, I want to try this kind of food. I, and it's just like, okay, I don't necessarily care about that kind of food. I don't like need to see castles. Like, it's right, like one of the reasons right. me and my girlfriend bonded. Like, when we first met, I was like, I was like, I got to be honest. Like, I don't care about landmarks like at all. Like, she's like, neither do I. <laughs> like, so it's like, you know. Like, I've been to Hawaii, and it's just, like, seeing that much, like, beautiful nature. Yeah. And I've, like, been in, like, the mountains of Georgia and, like, seeing that kind of beautiful. stuff. Beautiful. Like, oh, my God. It's, like. California is like that for me, by the way, growing up in New Jersey. Yes. You could just drive up the coast. Just yeah. yesterday, we drove down to Long Beach and back. And driving back, I was like, oh, my God, look at these mountains. Look at the sun. Look at the trees. Like, it's such a wild landscape for my New Jersey brain. Yeah. Because. All I saw was like darkness and bare trees. I mean, it just, it's like eight months of winter. It's like the Alaska of the, of the, you know, continental U S. Yeah. So even that for me is, but yeah, I, I, I am like rare, raring to go with travel. I'm ready to go. Yeah. It's funny. Where's, where's the first stop? Like to go to Japan. Um, yeah. I'd like to go to New York. To New- I, yeah, I'm going to New York also, but I don't consider that like it's travel, but it ain't, you know. But also the weird thing about New York is that a lot of the things that I love about New York that are only in New York are closed, like Broadway, yeah. like the Metropolitan Opera. I guess I can go to the museum. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's going to be cool. That's like my big thing, too, is just like going back to like like a member of the Met. Oh, how nice. <laughs> yeah. And being like, oh, wow. Like. Because, I mean, and L.A. museums are great. This is a different conversation. But, yes, I see what you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sir. I love this catfish. <laughs> I'm so glad you came on my podcast. I'm so glad you said yes. I'm such a fan of you as a person and your work. I can't believe all the things you do. I, I you know, like me and Sweet Bridger work together. Yes. And so that's how me and you were introduced. Yes. And I've, A, I, I'm just like one of his biggest fans in general. And then like getting to know you through him. I like, I don't know how much he tells you, but like I watch clips of you online and things you put on Instagram. And I'm like, it's shocking that you get to date Jimmy. That's what I tell him that all the time. I'm like, you're just so... Uh, no, you are no, no. so you're so talented. Like I just even texted him like after I saw a clip of you singing, and I was like, I can't. I was like, dude, he's good at everything. He, his response was, he's so loud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm very. I mean, we are, as you know, he and I could just not be more different, but it works. Yeah. It's so yeah. fun. You know, he's the funniest person. Yasser Lester, thank you for coming on Baby Mouth. Thank you for having me. All right, everybody. Time to call my mother, your favorite part of this podcast. I know it is. It's fine. I'm okay with it. Has she ever had catfish? I doubt it. 
But let's see what happens. You know, you never really know. Sometimes I'm surprised. But I don't think I'm going to be surprised here. Here she comes. Lois Magula, superstar. Can she connect? Can she get into the room? <laughs> All I see is her mouth going, I have no voice. Is she in? Are you in? No, you're not in. All right, hold on. This is now the third time I'm trying to connect with Lois in this Zoom room. Is she a catfish lover? I doubt it. Can she even get into the Zoom room to record this episode? No one can say. Here she comes one more time before I'm going to have to call her in New Jersey. She's trying to connect. Lois. Hello? Oh, my wow. goodness. What happened no, there? Something happened in the beginning. It said something it didn't. Something was wrong with the Zoom or something. Well, what did it say? I forgot. <laughs> you forgot already? It's been 15 <laughs> seconds. No, it, it kept on coming up with something. Something was wrong with the Zoom or something. I don't know. I don't know. But that was three attempts to get Lois into the Zoom today. Just because I had no voice. Well, we almost had to replace you on the podcast. Oh, no. Who do you think would be a good replacement? Aunt Rhodey? Aunt Rhodey. Yeah. She 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 likes every food. (laughs) Oh, boy. I mean, that was very good. Now, do you struggle a lot with different technology? Do you struggle on the computer, on your phone? No, I don't struggle, but I don't know that much about it. Like, I know the basics, but that's it. Yeah, I know. I don't, I, I mean, there's some things I struggle with myself, to be honest with you, especially with um, like trying to edit things on the computer. Oh. oh, no, I wouldn't know any of that. I just know the basics. Yeah, but you can get your email on your computer or no? On your phone, I mean, on the phone? Oh, yeah, yes. Oh, can you send and receive photos on text messages? Yes. Oh. Yes. All right. What else could you do on the phone? FaceTime? FaceTime, video, well, the Zoom. Yeah, well, now, but I had to teach you how to do the Zoom. Yeah, but I don't know how to do it. I mean, I couldn't do it myself, set up a meeting, forget it. Right, but it's really the same as FaceTime. You know, I just use Zoom because it's good to record. Wow. Because I have podcasting recording equipment, so I use Zoom. Right. Yeah. But. But that was a struggle. I know. I was ready to unplug and call you and say, I don't have a voice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you could hear me or no? No, I couldn't. I saw, I could see you, but I couldn't hear it. There was no voice. Oh, boy. Well, I'm glad it's fixed. Good. How's your day going today? Thursday afternoon? It's cold out. It's like it in the is? 40s. Yeah, it's like in the 40s. Oh, God. It's like 80 degrees here. Oh, and it's a little windy. but yeah. And I think tomorrow's not going to be nice either. But then Easter, it's going to go up to 60. How's your new car working out? Have you driven it yet? I only drove it once, like two blocks, but that's it. <laughs> two blocks? And then what happened? You got out? I pulled into the driveway. <laughs> How- I drove it from uh, the dollar store home. How was it? Which- it's fine but it's big i mean i like it because you can see yeah. you know because it's up high but when i have to park it i'm gonna have to i i don't think i'll ever be able to parallel park and i used to be good with it at it well you have the camera yeah i know but so i don't know how i'm gonna do parking it i'll just have to pull into a space doesn't it have a camera for backing up and it shows you yes it park. has everything but 
Yeah, it does. It has all that. You know, some cars now parallel park themselves. I know. Can you I believe that? On TV. They advertise that on TV. Some cars even drive themselves. I know. They show all that on TV and the commercials. Would you ever get a self-driving car? No, but I'd get one that parks. <laughs> yeah. But you wouldn't sit in a car that drove itself? Uh, I don't think so. I think I'd be a little leery. I know. Isn't that? What if something jumps out in front of the car? I know. It's crazy. It, it certainly is. I wouldn't want to do that. I think I but also that's a control issue, you know? You want to be in control at all times. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's a there's a lot of nutty drivers on the road. Yeah, but you guys are probably pretty good drivers still. Yeah. But I don't, like I said, I don't drive that much anymore. Daddy drives all over the place. And you don't drive at night. No. Yeah. And it's crazy around here. Oh, yeah. On the highways. It's just oh, crazy. Well, this week I had a really fun episode and I tried for the first time with my friend Yasser Lester. He's on Black Monday. Remember the show on Showtime? I did a couple episodes. Yes. And he also is a writer on Black Monday, and he's a writer on Keenan on NBC. You know Keenan Thompson? Yes. You ever watch that show on NBC? No. Okay. No. You ever watch Black Monday? Yes, because you're on it. Yes. Yes, yes. You just never just actually watched the show? No. Just your episode. He was on Girls with Lena Dunham. Did you ever watch Girls? No. Okay. Well, we ate for the first time catfish. Oh, I don't think I like even the way that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> so you've never even tried catfish? No. Do you know what a catfish looks like? No. You don't? No. They're very ugly looking fish. How did you, how did he prepare it? How'd you prepare it? So he didn't prepare it. I went to this place called Harold's Chicken, which is on Hollywood Boulevard on the Walk of Fame where all the stars are in the sidewalk. It was right in front of Alex Trebek, Liberace, Ryan Murphy, Jim Parsons. They're all there on, you know, their stars on the Walk of Fame. And it was fried. It was served fried like a filet, catfish filet fried on french fries in a basket with oh. um barbecue sauce delicious oh. it tastes just like chicken no fish tastes like a light light chicken it's like a white fish it was like cod like fish and chips yeah you used to love oh. fish and chips you told us on a previous podcast you yes enjoyed i fish. did but I you would love this catfish i don't think so i don't i don't like just hearing the name of it because i don't like cats cats well, no, it's not a cat. It's a catfish. I know. I know. It has nothing to do with cats. Do with cats. I know. I think the reason it's called catfish is because it has long whiskers, the fish. <sighs> I'm not even a fan of looking at fish. I know. I think they're very weird looking. Don't you? Yeah. But, uh, you know, when I buy the fish, it's all cleaned and no, but I mean alive. I'm talking about a live fish in a tank. Yeah, they're not to look at, really. No, I wouldn't even want to have, like, we used to have them as kids. I wouldn't even want a fish. 
Now we, yeah, we always had fish tanks. I think they're ugly, and they're a lot of work, aren't they? Well, some of some of them are. Yeah, you got Yeah, there's a lot to do, but they uh, some of them are beautiful looking. though. some fish in a tank. They're all odd looking with the eyes. Their big eyes, and then their mouths go boom, boom, boom. Well, that's how they breathe. Ugh. But anyway, we always have fish tanks. Remember. When you were yeah, little, but uh, yeah, I used to feed them. But I don't. I maybe I cleaned the tank a couple times. I don't remember. I don't remember that. <laughs> Did you have to clean the tank? No. 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 Daddy. Yeah, and we had goldfish. Yeah, but they never last. Did you know? <laughs> Did you know that if you put a goldfish in a lake? It would grow to the size of a dog. No, I never knew that. They only grow, they're only small if you keep them in small fishbowls. Isn't bowls, that interesting? Yeah. They grow to the size of their surroundings. Wow, I never knew that. I'm not even interested in having them as a pet. No, no thank you. <laughs> but you, what, what kinds of fried fish do you enjoy? I always tell you, flounder and shrimp. And that's that's it. about that's about it. You would be shocked with how delicious catfish. I ate the whole thing. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, but it's really good. It's just a fried white. It's like a white fish, like white a cod, fish. like a codfish. Yeah, codfish. Yeah. I didn't even eat any of the French fries because they, of course, they put paprika on them, and I don't enjoy paprika, as I've said many times on this podcast. Yeah. Do you like paprika? No. Do you know what it is? Yes, it's it's a spice. Yeah. I know what it is. It's They put it on, I forget what, but uh, no, I don't like it because it's hot. Isn't it like hot? It's not. It doesn't taste hot. It's like spa. It's like spicy. I don't know what it is, but. Yeah. It's not hot to me. Chicken. So a lot of people make paprika chicken. Paprika. Chicken. Yeah. Paprika. <laughs> but how do you say it? <laughs> Isn't it Paprika. <laughs> What do you say? You said paprika. That's what I said, paprika. Paprika. Well, I say paprika. <laughs> I found out the syllable. No, there's you're putting in too many syllables. You're well, adding, whatever. You've paprika. invented a syllable for paprika. Paprika. And whoosh, whatever. Stop making funny mother. I can't stop laughing. I just we should just I should just make a ta- a reel of just all the things you've pronounced incorrectly because it's so Whoosh. Un- Whoosh. How do you say it? Do you know how to say it yet? <laughs> no, I can't say it now. I'm laughing too much. Woochester. It's how do you say it? Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Yeah, Wuss. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Yeah, and paprika. Paprika. Yeah, you're saying paprika. Paprika. No, paprika. Pa- uh, I think it's P-A-P, paprika. Yeah, paprika. Yeah, it yeah. is. So flounder. All right, but maybe you try the catfish, Mom. You'd be surprised. I don't, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, it's not like it's that good for I buy you. Someday. I know, it's good, and it probably tastes wonderful, because it's all prepared wonderful. Well, I don't think it's prepared. It's just fried. They fry it in a delicious golden batter. I'll show you the picture of it. It was beautifully, it looked, I said it looked like an advertisement. It looked like a commercial. It yeah, was yeah. so beautifully done at Harold's Chicken. Yeah. 
but man, Hollywood Boulevard, there's, there's just every character. It's like the Times Square of Los Angeles, Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, really? There's just every character, weird, you know, people just dressed in odd costumes, and a woman had buttons all over her from head to toe, all different buttons on her. The other lady had like a rainbow wig on and sandals just walking around. It's oh, just God. a lot of like, you know, uh, interesting people. People. Yeah. But it's funny because that's where the tourists would are coming to see the yeah. world of fame. That's right. Remember when you came to Los Angeles in 2014? Yes, I remember. What did we do? Everything, everything. Oh my God, we did. Everything. We didn't stop for five minutes. Where did we go? We went on the tour of Warner Brothers. Yeah, that was very fun. We went. Uh, we went all over Palm Springs Every just for springs. the day. We went and see uh, Stokes Brian, Brian Stokes, Stokes Mitchell Mids. concert in Costa Mesa. So, yeah, Costa Mesa. That was nice. Everywhere we went. Uh, uh, on the Hollywood Hills. We Remember, went. I took you up on Mulholland Drive and you were yelling, get me off of this thing before we fall off the cliff. Oh, yeah, that was terrible. And we went to <laughs> Malibu. Terrible? You're up on a beautiful cliff. People pay millions and millions of dollars. I know, view. but that was nerve-wracking on the, on those roads. Yeah, but you're not going anywhere. People drive those roads if they live there. I know, I know. You would never Dangerous. want to live on a big hill like that up on a cliff? No, not, not on those cliffs. You could fall, right? If you do one wrong swift with the, with the car, you'll be you'll be down the embankment. No, or, that's yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, that is true if you'd make one wrong. I know. Move. Forget it. But, and we went to Malibu. Oh, yeah. We went to Cher's house. house. Yeah, we went to Malibu. Not inside, we by the way, for the people listening. I don't think they, I don't want them to think we went to lunch with Cher. We, her no. house is off of the uh, Pacific Coast Highway, and you can just see it. So I took you there to see where Cher lives. And we went to uh, Craig's, the restaurant. Was oh, it Craig? yeah. We went to eat dinner at Craig's with Ken Howard and Linda Howard. That's right. Yes, that was very fun. And we went to the Rosenthal's. Went to the Rosenthal's, and we went to Jar Restaurant. Right. Yep. We and we there. had delicious pot roast. Oh, yeah. Jar that was Restaurant excellent. in Los Angeles has the best pot roast. Pot roast. I know. We all had it. We all had pot roast. Delicious. Yeah. I know. It's too bad you haven't come back in, what is it, eight <sighs> years, seven years? I know. It seems like only yesterday. <laughs> yeah. We went to Vegas for a couple days. Oh, yeah. We went to Las Vegas. Yeah. That was very fun. Oh, yes. It was very fun. But we didn't stop for five minutes. Well, what were we going to do? Which was good. I know that was excellent. I took you down Rodeo Drive, but you didn't really want to get out. Yeah. We went down Rodeo Drive. We went well over. Yeah. But did you, did you would you want to come back or you had enough? Well... Too old. I'm not going on no plane for oh. no five hours, six hours. Forget it. Oh, I mean, you're my lucky. flying. Our flying days are over. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be. That's your choice. Oh, I know it doesn't have to be. It's our that choice. is your choice. You have your health. You're lucky that you have the freedom. I know to still be able to go places. Really, because some people at 75 they can't go anywhere. Oh, I know. We're lucky go. we can still walk and talk and think. Well, all right. I mean, let's not be dramatic here. <laughs> walk well, and talk and think. Yes, at our age. Yeah, but I would like you to come back to California. 
I know you would. Well, you come visit us. You're coming soon. I'm coming, so. but you should come here. I know. Come to the beach. The beach is beautiful. Drive oh, I up know. The coast or down to San Diego. Oh my God, it's beautiful. The California coast. And we went to Palm Springs. We forgot. Yes, Palm Springs. No, I said that in the beginning. We went to Palm Springs oh. for the day. Did you like Palm Springs? You could retire there. The air there's too dry. Remember, it was 100 degrees when we got out of the car. It was very, well, October. You came in October, October. and that's our, like, summer heat. Yeah. But I like that desert heat, don't you? You do? Oh, yeah. It feels so good light. on your skin. It feels good on your body. And then at night, it gets cold. Yeah, at night, it was 60s. We were freezing. I think you should come back to Palm Springs. Oh, I don't think so. I could show you Elvis's Honeymoon Hideaway House. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Elvis in person. You did? Where? Uh, where did he, uh, he, was, he was always at that one hotel. Yeah, we saw him in person. Who? Elvis. No, who's we? Oh, yeah. Ro there was like, yeah, Rhodey, Carol. Wow. Uh, oh, dear. Carol's mother, this other lady, Jean. And Daddy didn't come in because, uh, I don't know, we didn't have enough tickets, but he stayed out. But wow. we saw Elvis. How was that? He was great. Oh, my this God. This was back in the, must have been the 70s. I thought it, when did he die? I don't know. In the, but it was in the 70s because, uh. I was married. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, what a thing to be able to say you saw Elvis oh, I know. live. Yeah. Do you remember when he died? It was, wasn't it in August sometime? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't around. Yeah. It was, I forget how many years ago. And what happened? Do you remember when you heard the news or whatever? I know. We didn't believe it. We didn't believe it. Back then, it must have just come over the evening news. I mean, how did you hear of the radio? Yeah, on the radio. There was no texting or Twitter or anything. No, no, on the radio. Wow. Came over the radio. And they said Elvis died? Yeah, but it, yeah, well, he was good. But you didn't cry. You weren't like a super fan. No, I didn't cry, but it was sad, very sad. What are your like favorite Elvis songs that you love that you can remember? That I can remember? Um, I don't know. I had I had some of his albums. Wow. Um, I don't know. Uh Oh, I don't know, Jim, right now. I but can't think was, of one? I'm trying, but it, I don't like Love Me, Love Me Tender. I don't like that one. You don't like Love Me Tender? No. How about Jailhouse Rock? No. Okay. I don't like that one either. Uh, uh, what's that boy. one about? Oh, I can't think of the name of it. What's it about? When he uh, got married, when you get married. Oh, I can't think of the name oh, of it. Oh, boy. When you get married. Fools. Falling in love with you. Falling yeah, in love um, with you. Wise men but, uh, say only fools. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't yeah, help I like falling that in one. love with you. With you, that one I liked. You like a ballad. Yeah. More than up tempo. Like yes, exactly. Well, don't you like Love Me Tender? I like that's a ballad. It's all right. Love it's Me too, Tender. Too, it's too, it's too uh, slow. <laughs> too slow. Yeah. Wow. Na, 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 na. Yeah, I don't like that one. Yeah, you've never had a great singing voice. You're a little bit tone deaf. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you for that. Well, it's just interesting that your son did a million Broadway musicals and is a singer. 
You know, I know. I, I mean, I just sang it. I think I think Daddy has a good voice. Yeah, I do too. And Grandma Susie, has, she was pretty good. I think it's genetic, don't you? I don't know. I don't know anybody in my family that. Well, no. I <laughs> mean, I must have got it family. on my father's side, not your side. Yeah, I know. Because nobody, I Aunt Rhody, she. Oh boy. Oh, she thinks she has. <laughs> oh boy, those are the worst kind of people that think they're good at something and they're terrible at it. There's nobody no. worse than those kinds of people, don't you think? Yeah. Well, I know I don't. I know I don't have a good. Yeah. Play. At least you know it's not your thing. Yeah. All right, mom. What's going on tonight? Nothing. Nothing. What are not, you having for dinner? What are you going to eat tonight? Tonight we're having uh, chicken soup and chicken. Oh, delish. Yeah. What do you put in your chicken soup? Oh, again with this chicken and the what celery. What do you mean? You cap. told us already before? Yes. Oh, remember I don't your, remember. Yeah, the chicken and uh, oh boy. shred up the chicken, carrot, celery. Okay. She doesn't like a repeated question, people. Do not ask <laughs> Lois the same thing twice within a few months radius, or she will be extremely unhappy, turning into a diva. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mom. Did you get your um, no thank you mugs? I certainly did. How are they? They're nice. Oh, I'll have good. to take a picture of one and send it. Yeah, we need a photo of you with the no thank you mug. Well, I don't want me in it, but I'll send you. No, I want your face and the mug. Well, maybe when you come with. What are you going to take a picture of? Just the mug. We all know what the mug looks like. We know what that looks like. We want you with the mug. All right. When you come, we'll do it. All right, Mom. Have a good night, Mom. Thank you very much for appearing once again on the program. We appreciate your time. Stay safe. The Baby Mouth theme song is performed by me and was written by me and Jesse Vargas. Jesse also orchestrated, recorded, and mixed the song. The Baby Mouth artwork was created by Tim Quartier. You can follow the Baby Mouth podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Baby Mouth Pod. Tell me about your own personal food nightmare. Have you ever been forced to eat something horrible at a fancy party or on a first date? Is there a food you're afraid to try? I want to know all about your scary food experiences. Email me at babymouthpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to listen and subscribe to Baby Mouth wherever you get your podcasts. And please, don't forget to leave a review. Baby, baby, baby,